Lions, Bengals, and Bears, none of my guys scared. Chase rumbling, any one of them guys there. Wayne Young and he hungry, I pray we patient with him. I pray he leave with some money, I pray he leave with his health. Yeah. Uh, the physical and mental The thing I like about football is that stats kill opinions This rap shit I licked it I ain't about to knock it This whole summer I was buying oil and went to Prada And I tried being peaceful But my peace was getting bothered So no doubt we got them eagles We go Carson Wentz, Stefani Okay, 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 okay Welcome to episode 126 of Electrified I'm your host Eric Lyons I'm going to be completely honest with you guys. I have nothing prepared. I have my talking points, but I have nothing but what's in my mind. Uh, I wrote nothing down. Uh, I usually prepare very, 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 very in detail for my show. I I didn't do that this week. I'm not going to sit and lie to you guys. I'm coming to you off the shooting off the hip. This is off the rip. I'm freestyling this. I'm freestyling this. So let's see how I, how good I am with no pen. Let's see how good I am with no pen. Uh, obviously, you know why I'm feeling this way. Speaking to you today as a heartbroken, angry Packers fan. Sunday, we lost the NFC title game to Tom Brady and the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Uh, speaking of the NFL, I didn't watch the AFC title game. I have no interest in the Super Bowl, so don't ask me about it. Don't know. Uh, today, we'll be talking about the Rodgers. We'll be talking about some stuff. We'll talk about the NFC title game. Talking about fans and the media. Talk about Ryan Garcia and uh, Conor McGregor. We'll talk about what happened over the weekend. A couple of things. Uh, but yeah, man, I'm 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 here today, though. I am here today. I am. I was, you know, I was thinking about it. You know, I took some time away from Twitter. A couple of days. Um, I haven't returned back to the group message. I don't feel like talking to people. I think my problem is. Like people, like you guys know, obviously I take sports and football extremely serious and I'm a diehard Packers fan. I don't understand why people think I want to talk to them after my team loses or when it like, do you guys really, I don't want to talk. Like, and I don't think it's funny when people make, try to make fun of me or, or my team. Like, dog, no, that that's not funny. I don't do that to people. When people lose or their team is down bad, I'm not here to bash you, especially in a playoff, especially that close to the Super Bowl. I know how it feels. I've been there multiple times, so I'm not here to make anybody feel away. I know that. I take it very seriously. So, didn't want to be around my phone. I muted almost every sports page that I follow on social media, both Instagram and Twitter. Haven't watched any. Uh, I usually, I, I, I rarely do. I don't watch uh, sports media. I don't watch First Take Undisputed. I, I, I never do, so I haven't seen any any of that. But opening my YouTube page to go listen, watch Pat McAfee, the, the, the voice of reason. Then I tuned into Aaron Rodgers Tuesday yesterday. Uh, I saw a lot of the, the thumbnails and Everybody was coming to terms, talking about, yeah, now Brady, we're going to make Brady's the GOAT, blah, blah, blah. We're going to talk about that today. So that's where we're going to start, actually. I'm not about to come on here and lie to you. I'm not about to come on here and say, you know what? Tom Brady is the greatest of all time. I'm not going to do that. Absolutely not. No, 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 no. That would be very fake of me. That would be phony of me. I'm not that. I'm, I'm too real for that. I want to stick to my guns. No way. Let me, let me tell you something. GOAT debates in all sports. They're all opinionated. All opinion based. All subjective. All circumstantial. You can talk rings. You can talk stats. You can talk wins. 
we all have our different opinions. We all have our goats. I think that the goat conversation in all sports is tired. It's drawn out. We all have our favorite players. We all know who we like. Simple as that. And that's why I can say Tom Brady is not my goat at all. At all. So when we talk about Aaron Rodgers and we talk about Tom Brady, you know who I'm going with for many reasons. Many of those reasons were shown on Sunday afternoon. Tom Brady threw three interceptions in the second half. If the Bucks lose that game, that GOAT conversation is very quiet Monday morning, Tuesday morning, Wednesday morning. Only thing we're hearing is, is it time for Tom Brady to retire? Because that second half, it sure looked like it. That boy was on his last rope. He was on the ropes. Packers just couldn't deliver the knockout blow. He was ready to go, though. He was knocked out on his feet. He was sleeping on his feet. He definitely was. I saw it in his eyes. He was defeated. He was defeated. I didn't see that fiery Tom Brady that I usually do. He looked like Drew Brees last week. I saw it. I said, okay. I see it. All right. First half, was he slinging? Absolutely. He was making good plays. He was. I'm not going to take anything away from Tom Brady. But to sit here and say that the GOAT conversation is over because he's going to a seventh Super Bowl and he he went to his first NFC Championship game and won it. And then I saw somebody, you know, everybody wants to be all snarky talking about how Aaron Rodgers has won one and Tom Brady has won one and how many Rodgers have been to and how many Brady has been to. Okay, let's talk about that. Because on Sunday, Aaron Rodgers, he outgunned Tom Brady. He outdueled him. He won the QB battle. Top to bottom, he won that. More yards, more touchdowns. The one phony interception. He won that one. He did. You can check the tape, you can check the numbers. He won that. But that's not where games are won and lost. Football games are won. There's three phases of the game. Offense, defense, special teams. When we talk about the GOAT, when we talk about who's the GOAT, individually, rings are a team accomplishment. Wins are a team accomplishment. Without the other 10 men on the field and 11 on defense and your special teams unit, you don't win ball games. You don't. So we talk about the GOAT. You talk about the Patriots dynasty. You talk about the teams they had. You talk about the coaching staffs they had. The play calling. You talk about that. You talk about the Buccaneers this season. You talk about the defense. You talk about the endless weapons that he has. It's a team effort. Told you guys this a long time ago. Individually, one on one, talent, ability, and Rodgers is the better quarterback. By far. I will never change my stance on that. Who's had the better teams? Who's had the better luck? Oh, Tom Brady. For sure. We know that though. We know that though. So when we talk about the GOAT conversation, you got to tell a full story, baby. 
You got to tell a full story. It's not black and white. You got to tell a full story. You think about Tom Brady's track record. Once again, I am not trying to take anything away from this man, but I just I just don't understand the the the, the pedestal that you guys sit him on. The things that Aaron Rodgers his playoff luck that's been very unlucky are the things that have made Tom Brady's track record so great. You look at the miss the you can go back to the Cunder field goal. You go back to the game ending pit interception he threw against San Diego that got overturned. You go back to stuff like that. You go back to D4 jumping off sides. Seattle not running the ball. Malcolm Butler right time, right place, right time. Vinatieri was kicking field goals, winning them games. You got the tuck rule. It's so many things that has happened over Tom Brady's career that has gotten him to this point, and so many things that have happened in Aaron Rodgers' career that has gotten him to this point. You talking about a Brandon Bostic botched recovery? Talking about injuries Limping to an NFC title game in 16 Defense getting outplayed last year Oh, Excuse me one minute I had to sneeze I was, I'm sick of the BS Not really to have to sneeze But <laughs> Playoff misfortune And playoff fortune Is really what separates these two When you're talking about the GOAT conversation No doubt about it No doubt about it The difference between six rings And one more ring The difference between a trip to the Super Bowl And the end of a season It doesn't all fall on Tom and Aaron It doesn't Wins are a team accomplishment Ladies and gentlemen I'm telling you So when you talk about the GOAT you got to tell the full story. You got to. Once again, I'm not here to take anything away from that man, Tom Brady. I'm not. Because I can't. But I just didn't like all the disrespect I was seeing. Still don't like it. So let's talk about the game on Sunday. It was 14 to 10 at halftime. First of all, before we get to halftime, from the beginning of the game, we saw that Kevin King and Shannon Sullivan were going to be liabilities. We saw that. They were getting toasted. Adjustments weren't made until the second half, sort of kind. Jair switched sides. Things got moving, right? But that first half was very telling to me. No pressure on Brady. No pressure on Brady. I'll tell you why the Packers lost this game. I'm not I'm not I'm not gonna before I get into the the game itself, I'm gonna tell you why they lost this game. Because the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, they didn't beat the Packers. No. The 2020 2021 Green Bay Packers beat themselves this Sunday. Sorry. The Buccaneers were not the better team on the field on Sunday. 
No pressure on Brady. Too much pressure on Aaron. That offensive line folded. Folded like origami. Go look at the QB pressures on Brady. The sack numbers on Brady. The sack numbers on Rodgers. Rodgers was getting pressured. Crazy to me that Green Bay won the time of possession battle. But it's not so crazy to me. You know why? I'm going to tell you why that happened. The Buccaneers were getting blessed with great field position. Every time the Buccaneers got the ball, it seemed like they were starting at the 35 or the 40. And then all it took them was four plays to get down the field. We look at Green Bay when they were starting at, they were either at the 20 or inside their own 10. Excuse me, the 25 or inside the 20. Green Bay lost the field position battle. And that's a testament to J.K. Scott and the special teams not being able to pin the ball deep. Not being able to pin the ball deep. That special teams display was dismal. Dismal. That was a problem. So, your defense can't get pressure on Brady. We already know how that story goes. We've seen that over the years. You let the man stand in the pocket, he's going to make you regret it. That was a problem. So, your defensive your defense is not your front seven is not getting pressure. Your special teams, they haven't they didn't show up to work. Field position battle, you're losing it. Then you look at the back half of the Packers defense. Once again, a lot of this falls on Mike Pettin. This is two years in a row. Mike Pettin has proved that he is the problem. And I don't understand how he still has a job. So let's talk about that. So before we get to the 14 to 10, it's 14 to 10 and a half. Packers ended up settling for a field goal because they couldn't punch it in in the red zone. When, De- when Devontae dropped that touchdown, I said that's, that, that's going to come back to bite them. And it did ultimately. It did ultimately. So, it's 14-10. Rodgers throws this pick. And it was clear that the defender grabbed the hell out of Alan Lazard. That was the only reason he got positioned to make the interception. Because if he doesn't make if he doesn't grab Lazard by his shoulder pad. That's a first down. So that happens. There's a no call there. They get the ball almost at midfield. Once again, great position, great field position. I think it was the third down when Brady threw up a dive, a, a duck, and an interception was dropped. Then it's fourth and three. I want to say it's about, what, eight seconds left maybe? I can't call it. No timeouts for the Bucks. It's fourth and three. They 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 look like they're gonna punt it. Then somebody says, nah, let's go. Brady takes his cape off. He runs back onto the field. It's eight seconds left, people. There's no timeouts for the Bucks. I've been playing Madden since I was five years old. Everybody and their mom knows in this situation, it's man up three deep. There's there should be three people standing in the end zone. Three people halfway between 
uh, halfway between end zone and line of scrimmage. That's it. You're either going to bat the ball down or you're going to let him get a, a, a short to medium route and you're just going to hit him and we're going to run the clock out and it'll be 14-10 headed into halftime. Packers get the ball back starting half down four. No. In Mike Patton's world, that's not it. I have a six-year-old cousin that could have called a better defensive play for that situation. Situational football, people. Mike Patton doesn't know what that is. There's no way they practice this. There's no way they have been practicing situational football. No timeouts. Less than 10 seconds left. They're at midfield. There's only one of two things that can happen. It's going to be some rinky-dink route, short route. They're going to just try to make some noise and try to catch the defense off guard. Or it's going to be a shot to the end zone, and you knock it down. So Mike Pettin decides to play the Packers in their normal defense as if the Bucks are about to throw a slant and get a first down and call a timeout. Or they're going to run for it and call a timeout. I don't know what the hell was going through Mike Pettin's mind. But it's clear to me that Mike Pettin has elevator music for brains. There's nothing in there. Nothing. But kids bop 2005 music. Send help. Please. So, the Packers come out in normal defense. What do I see at the top of my screen? Scotty Miller versus Kevin King. Kevin King was getting used and abused the entire first half. What did the Bucks do? Used and abused him one more time. Scotty Miller ran right past him. Right past him. And Brady threw a dot. Boom. 21-10. You go from down four to a two-possession ball game in a matter of six seconds. Because you decided to come out and the most that was probably the dumbest defensive call I've ever seen in a playoff game in my life. And and there's no excuse for it. There's no excuse for that. There's no way he has a job in Green Bay next season. Somebody will be dumb enough to hire him. But if he's in Green Bay next season, they won't even. There's there's no need to watch any football for uh for Green Bay next season because they won't be successful until they get rid of that disease, that virus, that cancer, Mike Pettin. So it's twenty one ten at the half. Green Bay comes back out. They get the ball at halftime. I was happy about that at the coin toss. I said, okay, we might need that, and they did. What happens? Aaron Jones fumbles it again, but this time it's not recovered. Now it's 28-10, to 10, right to start the third quarter. Now, this is, this is the difference between the Packers and the Bucks this Saturday, this Sunday. On the two turnovers that the Bucks got, they, they got 14 points off of it. With the three turnovers that the Packers got, I don't know. Did they get two field goals in a touchdown? They didn't get enough. They didn't get enough. They didn't do. They didn't do enough with it. They didn't do enough with it. 
So then the Packers start rallying. They start rallying. I was like, okay, okay. They're fighting. Showed much more heart than they did in that game last year. I said, okay, I like this. They start turning the ball. They start getting turnovers. I'm like, oh yeah, here we come. Here we come. We get the first turnover. Okay, second one didn't 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 really close the gap. I'm like, all right, it's not our time yet. Then the line starts breaking down, and Rodgers is taking sacks. I'm just like, they're killing the momentum here. They're killing the momentum here. And the the last drive, the Packers had the ball. Four, it's four down territory to me. You're down eight points. It's four down territory. I don't know. I love Matt LaFleur. I'm not going to bash him today. I didn't bash him at all over the week. I didn't bash him. I love Matt LaFleur. I don't know if the moment was too big for him or he genuinely thought what he was calling was, you know, the the, the right decision. I'm not even talking about kicking a field goal. I'm talking about not running the ball with A.J. Dillon 10 yards out. A.J. Dillon was killing. They had, they did, He was carrying people. They didn't have an answer for him. Green Bay has been so successful this year because they've been probably the most balanced offense in the NFL, running and passing the ball. Green Bay had 16 rushing attempts. 16. Of course, they were down. So Rodgers was forced to have 48 attempts, 53 dropbacks. But even before it got ugly, they stopped running the ball. Just because Aaron Jones wasn't having success against this defense didn't mean Jamal or Aaron or A.J. Dillon wouldn't because they were okay. I don't know what was going on with Aaron Jones. Outside of the injury, I don't know. He didn't look like he. He didn't. He just didn't look like he was ready to play. He put the ball on the carpet two times. That's very unchar- uncharacteristic of him. But you don't run the ball at all. You 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 try to take shots. Then it's third down. Try to take another shot. Now, everybody in the world was asking why didn't Aaron Rodgers run, but. What we saw on the TV view, he didn't see that. He had two linemen chasing him and two linebackers waiting for him in the end zone. If you watch the game week six, last time Rodgers tried to do that and did that, he got popped. I think that was still in the back of his mind at the age of 37, 10 yards out. Then let's say he does try to tuck and run it or doesn't or doesn't get to tuck it and not gets the, the ball knocked out of his hands and he, and he fumbles right there. Then what? Tay was open. I don't think Tay knew the ball was coming. And then the defense collapsed. No catch. Now, it's fourth and goal. You're trying to get back in the game. You're trying to win a game. You're trying to go to the Super Bowl. Instead of going for it, you go for it there. If you don't get it, the, the Buccaneers get the ball right there. And you still have a chance. You don't give them good field position. You, you keep them pinned right there. 
But instead, you bring out your field goal and you, you kick a field goal. You're down five now. Okay. When they did that, I didn't understand. I, I, I don't know who they thought was on the other side of the ball. It wasn't Mitch Trubisky. It wasn't Kirk Cousins. It was Tom Brady. You don't you don't give Tom Brady the ball back in a championship game with a, with a chance to ice it. That's just not smart football. There's two and some change left. You got three downs to get off the field. The Packers have not were not able to get off the field on third down all game. I don't understand why they trusted the defense in this moment. Zadarius Smith, non-existent. Preston Smith, non-existent. The only person on that front seven that came to play football was Kenny Clark. The only people in that secondary that came to play football was Jair Alexander and Adrian Amos. Other than that, I don't know where the hell the rest of the defense was. So, you put faith in this defense that's been getting ravaged the entire game. It's third and four. I'm like, okay, here's the season right here. Now, two, what was it? Three years ago? The Saints and the Rams game. We had this conversation. And I, I, told, the Ram, I told the Saints fans, there are 48 minutes in a football game. Don't let the refs determine the outcome of your game. You had multiple opportunities for where this didn't have to determine your game. And I'll be repeating that same sentiment to the Packers fans. Packers. Packers Nation. We had multiple opportunities, baby. We blew them all. Did that call suck? Oh, it did. It did. It sucked. It definitely did. It was very, very, very Tom Brady-esque. We know we know how that happens. We know how it goes. Didn't surprise me. Was I upset? Absolutely. I'm still upset. But that call right there, that doesn't negate the fact that we, we missed out on red zone opportunities. We missed out on points. There were drop balls. There were turnovers. We... We we already had it was to a point where if you didn't get it then you weren't gonna get it there. You know what I mean? Like that was just the tip of the iceberg for how the game went for Green Bay on Sunday. So I'm not blaming the entire game on that call because who was to say if we get the ball back right there, what happens? Because the way the offensive line was playing. I would usually say with 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 the gusto and the confidence in my soul that Aaron Rodgers gets the ball back, the Packers are going to the Super Bowl. But the way that the offensive line was playing, I can't say that. Not because I don't have confidence in my quarterback, because you know I do. It's just the way that the offensive line was playing. Who's to say they don't give up two sacks? Who's to say, and like you know what I mean? Like who's to say they flush them out the pocket and nobody's open downfield because? That's how fast the pressure was getting there at that point. But it's third and four. Kevin King. Kevin King had probably the worst day of his football career. Usually, I had somebody ask me, is he he always like this? Kevin King isn't great. But I never hated Kevin King until Sunday. (laughs) 
Kevin would probably make one bad play, but he bounced back and finished the game strong. He never got a chance to bounce back on Sunday. It was just bad play after bad play after bad play. And then the milk just spilled over. The volcano erupted. The marbles fell on the floor. And he came up with the game-ending pass interference. My thing is, when we talk about officiating, consistency, that same call was not called in the first half of the ball game. That no call in the first half of the ball game led to an interception that led to seven points for the Bucks. If that gets called and there's no interception, the Packers probably end up winning this ball game. But the referees waited until there was less than a minute, 50 seconds left in the game to not only throw the flag, but throw a late flag. I don't even think anybody was going to call it. A late flag. To end the game. That's my problem with it. If you're going to let them play, okay, cool. We're going to let them play. Let them play for all four quarters. Because I guarantee, if that's Devontae Adams getting grabbed on third and four, or Alan Lazard getting called on Held on third and four Or Marquez Valdez Scantling Who had the game of his freaking life And I'm so proud of him And I want his I want him to hold his head More than anybody else Because he had a hell of a day And I, I've been riding MVS all season And he had a hell of a day He meant They weren't going to lose that game On his account Nothing but love for that man But I guarantee They don't get that call on third and four. I promise you they don't. But the but the but Tom Brady and the Buccaneers do. So and then that ends the game. So It stings. It stings. It definitely stings because I really felt like this was our year. And I think that everybody on that team felt that way. This didn't feel like last year where, you know, we're 13 and 3, a questionable 13 and 3. We were a solid 13 and 3, number one seed. It ran through us. We finally get that. And that's how we go out. It, it, it definitely sucked. It still does. I feel bad for everybody on that team for sure. For sure. And, and, and then it's just like, well, Kevin King was struggling. Why not put Tremont in? What you sign him for? Should have just put him in. But you know, it's Mike Patton's defense, and he's he's the dumbass that he is. So it is what it is. But you know, congrats, congratulations to the Bucks. Good luck. That's all I really got for them. Um, but yeah, I. I don't know. I, to me, I don't understand why everybody's freaking out, man. Tom Brady didn't do anything in that second half to win that football game. They won the ropes, and the Packers just couldn't knock them out. Shout out to them, though. Um, 
Let's see. Where, where, where should I go next? Let's talk about the... I want to talk to the fans real quick. We had to have this conversation. What, what game was that? Was it the Colts game? MVS dropped that ball? I think it was that game. And there was a Ravens game. Something happened, and they sent death threats to him and his wife. Some player and his wife. I don't care if my kicker misses a game winner, if a receiver drops a ball, if something catastrophic happens, a game-altering play, I'm not going to antagonize somebody on social media. I'm not sending death threats. I'm not calling grown men. Out of their name Things that you Nine times out of ten You will not say to their faces Or in their presence But social media gives you The the, the goal the, the nerve The audacity the, the muscles To do so So That's something I will never ever do I've never done that I'm not that guy Will I be frustrated? Absolutely I will Curse you out in, in the prophecy of my own home But I'm not going to hold it over I'm not going to be angry with you The next day Like eh, I'll get over it And I'll be ready for next season Like welcome back But DMing guys or, or Commenting on their social media Like that's why a lot of Famous athletes Have their settings to where you can't even interact with them You can't comment under their pictures. You damn sure can't DM them. So, when I see guys like Aaron Jones getting getting a bunch of scrutiny, and you know he's paying attention to what's being said about him on social media, guys like Kevin King and Envy, it, it blows. It, it really upsets me, especially coming from Packers fans. But not. But most of it isn't even from Packers fans. It's just trolls. But I don't get it though, when I, when it comes from the fans, from the from the fan base, like you ride with these guys all season long, and and then you turn on turn on them at the drop of a dime, a drop of a dime. If if Kevin King bats that ball down on third and four, it's a different story. You know, the narratives are different, and I hate that word, but the narrative is different. So I don't I, I I don't I have no respect for anybody, especially if you are a grown ass man. No grown ass man should be under another grown ass man's picture calling him out of his name or making up to obtuse comments or DM him. No way do you do that, fam. Go get a job. Go go do something with your life. Like don't don't do that. Don't do that. What if I came to your job and booed you? What if I came to your job? What if I commented on your IG pictures? Because you trash. Because there was a kid that had added Aaron Jones. And he just so happened to have his music on his Instagram. Boy, they was killing him in the comments. I might have dropped a clown emoji or three. With all due respect. But hey, he asked for that. He asked for that.
And this shit was trash. Sorry, it was. So, yeah, I don't know. I don't like that. I don't like that. I don't like it at all. It's ugly. It's ugly. And it makes the fans, you know, the diehards, the guys who don't do that look bad. Because they, then they, they start to group them all together. And that's just not okay. You can't. Hey, don't put me in that boat with uh, Jackass335 who commented on you. I didn't do it. No, no, not me. I love you. I love you. That's Lenny Williams. But no, man, come on. Come on. Um. Yeah, you know, fans are idiots, but so is the media. The media, they're idiots too. The media, I don't, I really, I don't want to spend too much time on this. I really, I thought I would, but the fans and media are stupid. I'll, I'll keep it short and sweet. Um, I'll keep this as brief as possible. Like I told, I told you guys, man, I didn't, I didn't have anything planned for us today, man. I, I didn't feel like it for obvious reasons, but I gave you guys a show. I'm giving you guys a show. I'm trying to get you guys out of here in the next 10 minutes. I could, I'll probably wrap this one up at 40, 45. It'll be a short one, but I, I don't want to stay um, under 40 minutes. That's just nasty. Clicking on the podcast and it say 30 minutes. No, that's nasty. We're going to go. I'm going to get you guys to 40, 45. Don't worry. But, yeah, man, I, I just watching the media overreact at what Roger said on the podium. It just, you know, creating false, you know, false narratives and, 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 and try to draw, you know, uh, Drive a bridge and a gap between Aaron Rodgers and the Packers and the Lafleur. It, it, it's 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 tiring, and you know the media sucks. The media sucks. Those talking heads they suck. The Stephen A's, the Skip Baylesses, the the um the Mike Florios of the world. They all suck. They do. They do. And I don't want to be like that. That's not the type of guy I want to be. In this business, in this industry, just a talking head that overreacts, or or someone who's not genuine with their opinions, and and are you know hot on the overreactions, and just say anything for clickbait because at the end of the day, that's what it comes down to. I'm not here to to get clickbaits or 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 traffic to my YouTube page or or or, or traffic to my uh my podcast. Because I'm talking down on somebody or or I'm saying something that I don't even believe to be true. And I'm just saying it for clicks and engagement. No, anything I say, I truly mean it. My opinions may not be the same as others, but it's my opinion and I and I believe it 100 percent. I'm not coming on here and lying just to do it or, or, or saying something the opposite of somebody else. Just to get a reaction or a rise out of everybody that listens. No way. I'm too authentic for that. So when I come here on here and I tell you guys that I have nothing prepared, I mean that. When I tell you guys that I wasn't going to do a show this week, but I did, I mean it. I do. Coming into the new year, I told you guys there would be no weeks off. And I didn't. I meant that. I wasn't going to let the Packers lose and stop that. Nah. No, 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 no. We got business to handle. I know that. It's, it's back to usual. Business as usual. So, 
not taking that for granted. I, I'm not. I don't take this for granted. You know, this is something I love to do. So I'm here. I'm here. But yeah, the media is is trash. But we knew that already. The media is trash. You know, twisting words or not giving full quotes, and then you got then you go read the article. It's completely different than the headline. It's just like man. I can't feed into it. I can't. I can't. You can't give it too much energy. You can't give it too much energy. Not at all. There's just so much negativity in the world. You can't do it. You can't do it. Now it, it's sad that I said that, and then I'm gonna lead into uh, Ryan Garcia with the most negative thing possible to say about him. But I'm sorry. Look, I'm going to keep this. This is the last thing I'm going to talk about. Oh, before I get to that, hey, man, did anybody else see McGregor get smoked like a swisher? Oh, okay. That was it. That's all I have for that. I really don't care. But I'm going to talk about Ryan Garcia for a couple minutes, and I'm going to get you guys out of here. Ryan Garcia, man. <laughs> I don't know who's to blame here. I don't know who's to blame here. Ryan Garcia and Golden Boy or Manny Pacquiao? I really don't know because... Manny Pacquiao has the one, I think he has what, the WBA 147 belt? I've heard Manny Pacquiao, you know, all the talk around Manny Pacquiao, I've heard him talking about, you know, them talking about him fighting uh, Conor McGregor. Not Keith Thurman, not Errol Spence, not Crawford, not... uh, Sean Porter, no, 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 none of the top welterweights, no, 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 Conor McGregor, now they're talking about an exhibition match between him and Ryan Garcia, I hope, if this happens, I hope Pacquiao knocks him the hell out, like, and and, and Ryan Garcia's talking about the tank thing is on hold, you think I'm gonna pass up an opportunity to go against a legend, dog, this isn't WWE, (laughs) You're not you're not main eventing against the Rock or you know no no you're you're supposed to go where the money is and where it makes sense. Nobody wants to see this fight. Never have I ever have I ever 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 heard anybody say, "Yo, let me get that Ryan Garcia versus Manny Pacquiao." Hell no, no. We want to see you fight in your weight class. Against the best in your weight class. Go put your O against Tank. Why not go see him? Are you going to go fight an old man? That's not in your weight class? And Pacquiao, you should be ashamed of yourself if this is legit. Dog, between you trying to dictate the Philippines... And holding that 147 belt hostage, I don't know what to be more disappointed in. That that or this. This is all so disappointing. I'm so disappointed in Mr. Pacquiao this afternoon. I am. I am. I'm there very disappointed in him. He should be ashamed of himself. No doubt about it. That's disgusting. Yeah, this fight makes no sense to me whatsoever. I don't get it. And I don't get the hype around it. How are people excited about this? Who asked for this? Legit. Who wants this fight? As I sure as hell don't. 
And I know y'all don't. Ain't no way. Ain't nobody order that. Ain't nobody paying for that. No freaking way. No freaking way. Um, with that being said, ladies and gents, I think that's all I have for you today. Uh, YouTube probably will drop. The YouTube drop should be out. What's it? Wednesday? Maybe yeah, tomorrow. Thursday tomorrow. Yeah, I should have the the uh, YouTube drop. So make sure you go subscribe to my YouTube channel, uh, Electrify TV. Make sure you continue to like, subscribe, re- retweet. Comment all that good stuff Ladies and gentlemen thank you guys for bearing With me today and letting me Get it all of this out this was a little therapy Packers fan therapy session for me Um I appreciate it man I hope you continue to listen make sure you go back and listen to the Last couple episodes I dropped this month I think this is the last episode of the month Yeah last episode of January God damn this month flew Um man rest in peace Kobe Bryant Forgot to say that man R.I.P. Kobe One year later rest in peace um yeah man thank you guys for tuning in make sure i'll be back i'll be back next wednesday um once again man make sure you go check out the youtube all that good stuff so for the 126th time i'm eric lyons and you have just been electrified